Good morning and uh, welcome back. Been a while. Great to be back in the seat here and um, for ten, today's uh, edition and episode of a daily dose of Torah. Those listening on the podcast, ten minutes of Torah. Those checking in on Facebook Live. Today is the third day of Av, and we are dedicating today's 10 minutes of Torah to the memory of Basha Baschaim, whose yard is today. May her memory be for blessing. May these words of Torah um, be a source of great propulsion and velocity for her soul in heaven on high. Today's 10 minutes of Torah is entitled Spiritual Nostalgia. The background for that is the Hasidic teaching of today. This is a teaching that the fifth Rebbe, the Rebbe Rashab, uh, who lived in the late 1800s and early 1900s, shared one year on the eve of Yom Kippur at the morning meal. He said that when Mashiach comes, of course, now during the three weeks, we are in what a period of time called the three weeks, or so now specifically the nine days when we mourn the destruction of the temple and our uh, focus is more um, towards um, the rebuilding of the temple, redemption, the arrival of Moshiach, of the Messiah. So the Rebbe Rashab said, when the Messiah comes, when the Moshiach comes, may that be speedily in our days. And of course, when Moshiach comes, he will herald an era of global peace it will be the end of all conflict the end of all war the end of all jealousy the end of all hatred the end of all sickness the end of all hunger the end of all trauma stress and distress and all of the things that challenge us today will be no more it will be a time of great great pleasure joy and bliss but here's the surprising statement that the Rebbe made notwithstanding the glory that awaits in the future may it be speedily in our days and not in the distant future at that time we will start hankering that means being nostalgic about the bygone era of exile so then we're going to look in the rearview mirror and we're going to um, look at the time we're in right now with nostalgia and it is then that we will start feeling regret for not having devoted ourselves to divine service. It's then that, that people will feel anguish over the lack of effort that we could be making now. As for now, during the era of exile, these are the days of avodah, of effort, to prepare oneself for the imminent coming of Mashiach. I see we have people checking in from Norway. I hope Mashiach comes before uh, this 
Sunday because uh, otherwise you look, you're going to have a very long fast, I think, there in Scandinavia. I don't know what time it gets uh, dark, but uh, a really long fast there for you for sure. Anyway, so the Rebbe is saying as follows, and it's a pretty shocking statement because the Messianic era is going to be, like we said, the era of perfection physically and spiritually, and we're going to be completely uh, devoted to the service of God without any distractions, without any of the stress and preoccupation that take up so much of our head space and emotional space now. So why would we be Boketov from Flagstaff, Chabad of Flagstaff, checking in Arizona? You got pretty long fast there too, not to mention the heat. Um, so why would we be yearning for the time we're in now when we get to this beautiful, blissful messianic era? And what the Rebbe is saying is because now there is a certain degree of accomplishment and transformation that is only possible now precisely because life throws so many challenges our way so many curveballs so many unexpected things so many um, opportunities therefore for growth and that's really what we're talking about the challenges in life are the growth opportunities now when the world reaches a state of perfection though it's perfect it's not transformative at that point and so that's what the Rebbe is saying that we will look back now and realize that there were, we were there were opportunities that we could have tapped into to grow out of the challenges that the world um, and life present to us now so what the Rebbe is saying is let's not put ourselves in a position where we're going to look back and say you know I could have been more plugged in, I could have been more present, I could have been more uh, up for the challenge that was thrown my way, but rather let's, let's be mindful of that um, now in the present and then we'll look back at this time and say, yeah, I didn't, I, I'm only where I am today because of what I endured, went through, overcame yesterday. That's the Yom Yom teaching for today and so um, <clears throat> in the uh, Torah reading um, for uh, today um, Moshe talks about um, how he had to appoint at a certain time and he had to delegate leadership and he was looking for people of great knowledge and understanding and um, the Rebbe points out that uh, talking about the Messianic era now and in the current state of the world as we're in, um, although we've made great advancements in the area of knowledge and our understanding of the universe, there are still there are inherent limitations that we have that um, can only be undone in the messianic era. Namely, though we keep probing the layers of matter more deeply, and we're getting to deeper atomic and subatomic levels of observable matter that's all however within that which is observable right now to the naked eye which is only the physicality which is only the material layer and dimension in the messianic era um, we will be see the universe in its um, truest context and that is nothing more and nothing more than a 
um, divine universe, a universe that is completely animated, powered, and energized by the spiritual energy that flows from the Creator. And that is why the Messianic era will be a time of peace and so on, because everything will be seen. It's not miraculous, because every, when everything is seen in its divine context, then um, everything seamlessly is connected to that energy. And that en in that space, in, in the space of divinity, there is no hatred and there is no conflict and there is no sickness and so on. So what we're talking about here is a universe that is in... Um, will be in complete synchronicity. We're talking right now there's a dissonance between the spiritual energy that sustains the universe and the physicality of the universe itself. This is all a result of the sin of Adam and Eve. We're not going to unpack all of that right now. But the time of the Messianic era means complete and total synchronicity between matter and spirit, between body and soul, between the spiritual root source of all creation and the creation itself. That's the uh, that was a Torah reading uh, yeah, for today and uh, in the Tanya today the Alter Rebbe um, quotes a, uh, one of the verses from the Song of Songs from King Solomon and <clears throat> in which I'm sorry not from the Song of Songs I'm sorry he quotes from the Eshet Chaya the Woman of Valor which is actually the, the author of that is a matter of speculation this is a song that is sung every Friday night by Jewish husbands to their wives, and uh, it is said to have been authored by the first Jewish husband, who was Abraham, in which he, uh, and it's a beautiful liturgy that, that sings the praises of the woman according to the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, olive base, and the letter ches um, is the verse Chogra Be'oiz Mosneho she girds her loins with strength and this is also understood the whole Eshet Chayel the woman of valor is also understood to be a love song between God and the Jewish people as in God being the uh, the husband and us the Jewish people the wife or the spouse so we, we collectively gird ourselves with strength what that means is we have the lower body that holds up the torso the upper body so when a soldier goes out to war, he girds his loins, he has a belt, that's where his armor is around his waist. The lower body holds up the upper body. Says Al-Tareba, what is the strength of the loins that holds up the upper body? That is faith, the deeply held, the deeply seated faith and conviction that the world is not a random place, that the world is not um, a jungle but rather that the world is a divine creation and therefore everything that transpires, everything that happens um, has a divine um, purpose. Um, first and foremost, the very act of our own existence itself. That's the strength that we are able to be able to navigate through life is the understanding and the realization that um, everything is happening within the framework, and within the realm of the um, existence of God and the will of God that is the that was the Tanya yeah for today lastly we have the um, I from Igbo your brother I'm not sure where Igbo is is Igbo a place anyone heard of Igbo we got John Rodriguez checking in from Igbo okay and then we have uh Lastly, we have, yeah, we have the Rambam's um, mitzvah 
um, for today. And the Rambam talks about the laws of a Torah um, and how Torah is supposed to be written and all of its details. And he concludes the laws and says that anybody who honors the Torah, their body will be honored. Makes a very interesting statement. It's actually based on the statement in the Mishnah. And the Rebbe points out as follows what the Rambam is saying. You would think that you'd say anyone who honors the Torah, like their soul will be enhanced because when we study Torah, it informs our thinking, our, intell- our intellect. He says your body will be honored. And the Rebbe says what the Rambam is saying is as follows. People can make the mistake in thinking that to be an observant Jew means that one will be disrespected by the world. And the Rambam is saying just the opposite. The more a person, a Jew, honors Torah and Judaism and Torah, the more they will be respected and honored. And uh, I just actually read an article, an interview with an Islamic scholar who said in response to those who are saying that in light of anti-Semitism, Jews should... uh, take off their kippahs and so on and so forth. He said, it's just the opposite. And he said, if anyone would suggest to uh, a Muslim that they should take off their their uh, jihad, their uh, uh, attire, would be, they would be accused of Islamophobia. And yet, people have the temerity to suggest that a Jew should somehow cower and not publicly and, pr- and, and, and proudly display our Jewishness. So he says, just the opposite. The more we do that, the more we actually garner um, the respect of the nations as people respect self-respecting individuals and particularly those who have a mandate to be a light unto the nations it must be a light that is visible that is proud, that is visceral and with that we'll change the world one mind at a time, one person at a time and bring about the ultimate redemption thank you for joining today's 10 minutes of Torah will be broadcasting tomorrow at Jewish TV Um, God willing, around 8.30 tomorrow morning, so hopefully you'll join us then. Thanks for joining this morning, and please be sure to share it with all your friends, social media, and so on. Make it a great day.